South Carolina's defense hasn't had the season they've wanted in 2023, and that seems to have led to some subtle confidence as far as Vanderbilt's head coach is concerned. You are Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast and also a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank you all so much for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your first watch or listen for your team here today. We are free and available both on YouTube and where we get your audio podcasts daily. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We're just a little less than 24 hours away from South Carolina kicking off their Week 11 bout against the SEC Eastern Division foe, or a fellow SEC Eastern Division foe, in the Vanderbilt Commodores. And South Carolina, obviously, in their pursuit of ball eligibility, they have to get this win in order to keep those dreams alive. And if they're going to get this win, it's going to take a collective effort from every unit on this football team. And that also means that you are going to want to see some improvement from the defense, who obviously has had a rough season to this point in the year. And if this unit needed any extra motivation for this week's game, they should have it with how Clark Lee indirectly talked about them at his weekly press conference this past Tuesday. So to get into this conversation a little bit deeper, I'm going to play the soundbite and clip of Clark Lee's comments that he made about how he feels about his offense's opportunities against Clayton White's unit, and then we'll come back and talk about it. In terms of our offense, I feel like this is a, a week where we need to pay attention to building chemistry and connection in the passing game. Um, you know, just coming out of the Auburn game felt like uh, whether it be the protection issues um, or uh, throwing routes when they were open, not before they were open, or throwing them open, um, it seemed to me like we, we, we just held on to the ball a little too long. And there are going to be opportunities for us, just like there were a year ago, um, offensively against uh, South Carolina. But it's about us fine-tuning the things that we need to be good at to have a chance to execute and, um, and again, be in a competitive game uh, in Columbia. Now, I know that some people are going to sit there and think that I'm overblowing those comments a little bit. And... While he does talk about what Vanderbilt maybe did not do against Auburn this past weekend and how they need to correct that this week, in terms of how Clark Lee framed that portion of his opening statement at his press conference on Tuesday, I really feel like that this was his way of saying, you know, kind of the quiet part out loud, which is that he has confidence that his offense can do some damage against South Carolina's defense. And that kind of took me aback a little bit because with the way that Clark Lee operates as a head coach in the SEC, he is one of the last head coaches that I would ever expect, even in this kind of way, to possibly give a football team, an opponent, an upcoming opponent for that matter, 
any extra ammunition that they might want or need. And yet, that's kind of what he does in that clip and soundbite. And the thing that also got me with this statement or this series of statements is the fact that he alluded to the fact that he felt like his offense had opportunities against this South Carolina defense last year. That's really a shot over the bow at Clayton White and this defensive coaching staff saying that, you know, he has felt confident going against this defense for several seasons now, at least. And I think that this really says a lot, honestly, about the current state of this defense. When you reach a point where Vanderbilt's head football coach is standing there and quietly and yet not so quietly at the same time, basically saying that he thinks that his offense can do some work against your unit, then you have reached dire straits as a defensive unit. South Carolina obviously has, again, they haven't had a great 2023 season. And when you look at the numbers since 2021, Clayton White's first year as defensive coordinator, this unit has been on the downtrend. And obviously you can point to multiple different factors as part of the reason for why, you know, this year's unit has not performed so well. Obviously, there's been some injuries at a couple of key spots, particularly that nickel corner position. There are certainly some younger players at certain positions that, you know, this staff, while it's not like they don't trust them completely, they also don't want to just throw them out there into the fire pit, so to speak, when they're not completely ready yet. And so, some of these guys, especially guys in the defensive secondary and at the linebacker position early on this season, they have played a lot of snaps. And with the bad trends that this defense has had, in terms of not being able to get off the field, not being able to tackle consistently well in certain games, that has certainly not helped alleviate any of their issues. It has, a matter of fact, compounded them. And when you have a head coach of an offense, a head coach of a football team that possesses an offense that, as I went over earlier this week, ranks third worst in the conference in third down conversion percentage, fourth worst in the conference in first down offense, and the worst unit in the entire SEC in red zone offense, and he's standing there and saying that he thinks they're going to have their opportunities against South Carolina much like last year, that says a lot. It certainly says a lot about his confidence for that unit and also says what he thinks about South Carolina's defense. So South Carolina, obviously, you shouldn't need a whole lot more motivation than what you've already got because you've heard certainly a lot from the outsiders, you know, people outside of the fan base and also people within the fan base. And now you've got an opposing head coach in the SEC that, again, wasn't completely just forthcoming with his confidence, but clearly indicates here that, you know, he thinks that his team can do some things against you on Saturday. This defense should have all of the fire in their belly that they need to go out there and to put on one of their best performances of the season. Now, obviously, motivation and emotion alone is not going to be strong enough to help you have a great performance against a certain opponent. I cannot say that, you know, Tennessee's whole blackout and everything is not going to have that big of an effect earlier this year and then turn around 
and say that, you know, it will have a massive impact for South Carolina in this circumstance. I'd be very hypocritical saying that. But I think it just says a lot, the fact that Clark Lee would make comments like that. And so if you are Debo Williams, if you're Stone Bland, if you're a guy that is a leader on that defense, DQ Smith, Nick Evanworry, I if I'm hearing this, I would have all the rest of your teammates rallied around you, and I would be telling them, we're going to go hunting on Saturday. And we're going to go out there to prove a point. And again, I know that some people are going to make jokes about the fact that I just said that. You know, oh, well, you know, they're 11 weeks into the regular season. Now they're going to go make a point. Look, this team still has things to play for this year. They can still make it to a bowl game. Making it to a bowl game would be huge in terms of the development of the younger depth on this roster. And also, in turn, getting to see the future at certain positions like quarterback, more than likely. I know it's been ugly to this point, but they still have plenty left on the table. So, even with something like this, this defense should take all the ammo that they can get and channel it to their best advantage. We'll, of course, see if they can do that on Saturday afternoon when they play Vanderbilt. Because if they're going to win again, they're going to need every single unit on this football team to have a solid performance. Offense, defense, and special teams. But what do each of those units need to specifically accomplish in order to ensure that South Carolina walks out of Williams-Brice with a win on Saturday afternoon? I'll touch on those key factors in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, and LED headlights, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you'll get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to this Friday edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your team every single day. And as always, a big thank you to each and every one of you everydayers who make the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina Gamecock sports coverage. If the South Carolina Gamecocks are going to defeat the Vanderbilt Commodores on Saturday, they're going to have to accomplish a multitude of things from each individual unit. So let's start off with the offense. If South Carolina is going to win this game on Saturday, the offense has to reestablish the run game. Obviously, this was a major disappointment for Dow Loggins and this unit this past week against the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. And obviously, coming into that game, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks, you know, we talked about it. They were no slouches, statistically speaking. But 
We mainly looked at what they could do in terms of their pass defense with all the various fronts that they like to run, the amount of sacks that they had piled up to that point in the season, and yet it turned out that Jacksonville State did the majority of their damage defensively in rush defense. Mario Anderson, he had one big run for 40 yards in the first quarter of that football game against the other Gamecocks from Jacksonville, Alabama. But when you take out that one run from this past weekend, Mario Anderson finished the game with 15 carries for 35 yards. That's less than three yards per carry on those 15 rushes. And obviously, that is just not good enough. And, you know, a lot of that was because, admittedly, the blocking up front just was not all that great for Mario Anderson. He did not have a whole lot of space to hit whenever he was getting a handoff from Spencer Rattler this past Saturday. So, for this South Carolina offense, you're going to go up against a defense that likes to run a lot of cover four. Basically, they like to send four defensive backs all the way back into four evenly spaced out zones, and they want to prevent the big-time passing plays from happening. I'm sure that they're going to do that a lot this weekend because South Carolina's offense, admittedly, they live on explosive plays. That has been pretty much their MO in 2023. The other thing is this. There is a call for rain on Saturday. The forecast is hovering around 50% precipitation from noon all the way till three o'clock. So basically throughout the entire time frame that this football game is supposed to take place in. So you're probably going to have to run the football a little bit more in this game than you usually do if it does end up raining. So for this South Carolina offensive line and Mario Anderson in this running back room, a room that's not going to have to carry on Joyner with them on Saturday, you've got to find a way to reestablish the run game against this Commodore's defense. Now, switching gears over to the defense for South Carolina, the key for you in this game is simply this. Don't let Jaden McGowan beat you. Now, I know that some of you have probably heard about Will Shepard good amount this week. Will Shepard, statistically speaking, is Vanderbilt's best wide receiver, and he's been pretty much their number one guy in that offense for the past several years now. So you might be wondering, well, Andrew, why are you bringing up this guy named Jaden McGowan? Well, the reason I bring him up is because he is Vanderbilt's slot receiver. We all know the trend with this defense at this point in the season. Slot receivers have been eating. They've been feasting on South Carolina's defense. Jacksonville State's slot wide receiver, Perry Carr, this past week, he had 105 receiving yards. He was 21 yards away from his career high against South Carolina. And here's the thing about Jay McGowan. He's 5'8", 181 pounds, according to his player profile, but he's a speedster. He has got track-level speed, and the other thing is this. He is from the state of South Carolina. He played just right up the road in Lawrence County. So that means he's going to have family and friends in attendance for this football game. You want to give a football player an extra chip on their shoulder to want to go out there and ball? Put them in front of their friends and family in their home state, and playing against a program that did not offer you when you were coming out of high school, at least give you a full scholarship offer. Point being, Jaden McCowan, for multiple reasons, this defense has got to make sure that they account for him on Saturday, because if they don't, he can absolutely burn them. He's got the speed to do so, 
and <laughs> you just better make sure that you stay in front of him. Do not let him get behind you or else it will be a long day for you. So for South Carolina's defense, don't let Jaden McGowan beat you. Lastly, talking about special teams real quick. Yes, we have a key for special teams this week because, uh, quite frankly, this has to be addressed. Uh, don't commit mental errors. Basically, don't make any dumb mistakes in terms of penalties. This special teams unit, again, we've talked about them before. Not really worth hashing out a whole lot on today's show. It's been disappointing this year. They've definitely taken a step back in almost all phases besides field goal kicking from Mitch Jeter. He has still been pretty solid there. Not going to any wood that you have close by to you, but this special teams unit, they have committed some really bad penalties the past couple weeks. As a matter of fact, for the last two weeks, they've had a kick-catch interference call against them. That had not happened in any of the games prior to that stretch in the Shane Beamer era. It has now happened two weeks in a row. At some point in time, those kind of penalties are going to lose you a football game that you should not lose. That very well is the case in this matchup against Vanderbilt, a team that you have not lost to since 2008. They've literally defeated every other SEC Eastern Division team since that season. South Carolina owns the longest winning streak against the Commodores. You get my point. You want to keep that up? Do not commit some sort of roughing the kicker, roughing the punter, illegal formation, offsides on a on a dual count on punt. Do not make any bad decisions that lead to penalties on special teams. If you can do that and the offense can reestablish the run game and the defense can just contain the slot receiver, make them have to beat you on the edges. If they can do those things, South Carolina will win on Saturday. Now, the final question is, do I think they are going to pull off the victory on Saturday afternoon against Vanderbilt? I'll give you all my final thoughts and prediction in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. Today's show is also brought to you by Jace Medical. Now, we spent a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. And I'm thankful for that connection that we have. But today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You, my friend, will be covered. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis or Viagra. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered antibiotic kits. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would like to get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. All 
Welcome back to today's edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day in just 30 minutes. All right, it's time to get into my final thoughts and prediction for this matchup between the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Vanderbilt Commodores. And my overall thoughts with this game is, I don't think South Carolina is going to necessarily run away with this thing. South Carolina, this past weekend, with what happened against Jacksonville State, you could certainly chalk that up to being a game that it was closer than it should have been because South Carolina just needed to learn how to win again because the Gamecocks had not won a game in over a month. You could certainly convince me that that was the reason why that game wound up going down to the wire late in the fourth quarter. But you could also very easily make the argument that the reason South Carolina narrowly escaped against Jacksonville State this past weekend was because a lot of the same issues that they have had offensively, defensively, and on special teams all showed up once again in Week 10. And I had to admit... I kind of lead more towards that trade of thought. And so for that reason, I just feel like that South Carolina facing a team that on paper is going to have more talent than Jacksonville State had this past weekend. Sure, Vanderbilt might not excel necessarily in any particular area besides takeaways, defensively speaking. But South Carolina, they also have had their moments where they have narrowly defeated Vanderbilt. Again, even in their worst years, they have defeated them over the past 14 years. But admittedly, at some point, you know, your luck can run out if you are not careful. So South Carolina, when I look at the offensive matchup for them, I think that Spencer Rattler and this football team, they're going to find a way to score some points. I don't think they're going to score, you know, 38-40 plus, but I certainly think that they can have a few successful drives that they string together in this football game. I am very curious to see what will happen, though, with their strategy if it does end up raining like it's forecasted to do so on Saturday afternoon at Williams-Brice. And then defensively speaking, I mentioned earlier the comments that Clark Lee made about how he was confident in his team's opportunities that they would have in this football game. You have struggled all year to play a complete game. The thing about this Vanderbilt offense that would worry me as a Gamecock fan is the fact that Vanderbilt's strength seems to be their wide receiving core. And South Carolina, while they have made very marginal improvements in rush defense, they are now struggling mightily to stop any passing attack with a pulse. And I think that for that reason, this is a game that's going to see some points scored. But I do think that South Carolina will find a way to pull it out in the end, I think it's going to be another ugly win, but nonetheless a win that South Carolina fans will be happy to take at the end of the day. Giving South Carolina 31, Vanderbilt 24. By the way, for those of you who are curious what the odds are, FanDuel's current spread for this game is 13.5 points in favor of the Gamecocks. So, I don't think South Carolina is going to cover that spread, but of course, if you think they're going to do so, or maybe you're very confident in your pick out of the way, you can feel free to go to FanDuel.com and place any money line bet. And by the way, if you place just a $5 money line bet, you can win up to $150 for your account. So something to keep in mind there as well. 
But with all that being said, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. I hope y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show as always. What are y'all's thoughts on Clark Lee's comments? Do you think that maybe I overblew it a little bit? Or do you see maybe some subtle confidence there that he has with his offense going against South Carolina's defense in just a day or two? What are your thoughts on the keys to victory for this game? Do you agree with mine? Or is there something else that you're looking at with this contest? And lastly, do you think South Carolina is going to walk out of Williams Bryce with a win on Saturday? Or do you have some concerns about how this game could play out? No matter what your thoughts are, let me know down below in the comment section if you watch today's show on YouTube or shoot me a direct message on X at a line underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. But as always, thank y'all once again for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Friday and a fantastic weekend. I'll be sure to catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.